And here we go. Welcome to the Rebel Alliance Prison Room Podcast. We are here to podcast about anything and everything Star Wars with you. Please visit our website where you can play current and past episodes. That's HTTPS colon backslash backslash R-A-B-R KyleJohansson.us That's R-A-B-R dot K-A-I-L-E-J-O-H-A-N-S-E-N dot U-S On the left hand side is a navigation menu. You can use this to learn how to load the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room podcast on your Android or Apple phone and tablet. And we have direct links to our podcast on Apple and Google Podcasts. Please participate by connecting to our social media, answering questions of the week, or submitting feedback directly from the site. Again, all of these are available at the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room website at R-A-B-R-K-A-I-L-E-J-O-H-A-N-S-E-N. I am Kyle John Johansson, and this is Andrew Scott Sutton. Say hello. No, no Andrew or Rick today. Just me going through Visions Volume One. I'm probably going to do the same thing with Volume Two. Um, today we'll be reviewing Star Wars Vision Volume One, Episode Eight, Lop and Ocho. Uh, then we'll, uh, like I said, we'll go through a detailed recap, and then we'll beg you for some feedback. So before we get into that, danger! You are about to be spoiled. This is your spoiler alert. Sorry about that. We had two of them going at one time. We do want your feedback, but we also want to know you're going to be spoiled. Because um, we're going to talk about episode eight. And if you have not watched it, you will be spoiled. So go back and watch it and come back to us. So the cast and crew is of uh, this volume one is a lot of Japanese names. And I'm going to butcher them badly because I don't know how to pronounce most of them. Our director is Yuki Azagarshi. The writer is Sekawaka. Music scored by Yoshi Diwa. In the cast, Lop is Anna Karth. Kath Kart. Ochi is Hiromi Dames. Yashaburu is Paul Nakachi. The Imperial Officer is Kyle McCarthy. Narrator is Eva Kaminsky. Uh, Suki is Adam Seitz. Uh, Kaoki is Michael Sinterklaas. And many of the Tau Planet residents are played by Michael Sinterklaas, J.P. Kirpak, Joe Ochiman, Eva Kaminsky, and Neil Kaplan. And today we're going to Taco Tuesday. We are proud to welcome our latest sponsor, Juan's Cantina, where every first week of the month on the standard galactic calendar, we celebrate what the ancients call Cinco de Mayo. Come join us at Juan's for the food, mariachi music, and 34 flavors of margaritas. That's Juan's Cantina right next to the Hangar 94 of Mos Eisley Spaceport. On day two of the week, 
is Taco Tuesday. All tacos are half a credit each and enjoyed with our house margaritas. Juan's Cantina also serves the Galactic Flamous Dos Camarones Azul Cerveza, imported directly from Kessler. Thank you again for our latest sponsor, Juan's Cantina. That's some good beer, too, I'm telling you. Even though it's blue, it's still good. All right, so we're talking about Volume 1, Episode 8, Lapin Ocho. This episode, along with all the Volume 1 episodes, aired on September 22nd, 2021. And this episode is 19 minutes, 35 seconds long. It took place between uh, 12 before the Battle of Yavin and 0 at the Battle of Yavin. So this took place before and right at the time of the Death Star was being destroyed. Um, so that means it's time for you to grab your favorite beverage, pull up a chair, and join us on the Rebel Alliance Braving Round. The episode opens with an Imperial Star Destroyer approaching the planet Tau. And narrator explains that despite their rich natural resources, the world of Tau struggles to modernize. As the Star Destroyer descends into the planet's oceans, the narrator explains that Tau has, has welcomed the Galactic Empire in exchange for industrial advancement. In return, the Empire plans to capitalize on everything the planet has to offer. However, the Imperial industry has proven to be detrimental to the Tau's natural environment. This is interceded with Shots of cities coexisting with the planet's forests and oceans, richly steeped in nature and tradition. The people of Tau grow increasingly frustrated by the imperial oppression. A young Lop is shown surviving on the planet Tau with her droid companion at TD-4. Through thievery, she's wearing a slaver still wearing a slaver's neck collar after escaping being part of the Galactic Empire's labor force during the occupation of Tau. She is momentarily caught in the marketplace by Boss Yazaburo of the Yazaburo clan, and he takes pity on her plight. His daughter, Ochio, takes an immediate liking to Lot, and after learning she is orphaned, convinces a hesitant Yazabur to adopt Lop into their family. After resenting, relenting while stating his reputation for being a man who does the right thing was on the line, Yazabur promises to be a better, promises a better life for Lop, and the three take a hologram photo on the beach using TD4 to commemorate the event. Seven years later, a grown Lop awakens in the aftermath of a rebellious attack against the Galactic Empire's occupation led by Yazaboro. Lop watches as Yazaboro and Ochi argue heatedly about the attack, with Yazaboro uh, claiming the Empire has exploited the planet's resources too much while becoming a threat threatening military presence. He says that it has to be stopped right now. The clan members try to claim 
try to calm down the two and urge Lop to intervene. In response, Ochi claims Yazaburo is stubborn to the growth and prosperity of the empire. Uh, could bring, could bring, should they side with the empire. Yazaburo counters that they lived long time without assistance of the Galactic Republic and believes there is no need to change their ways. He expresses concern that the imperial military could build up and will turn the planet into a war zone. As his heir apparent, he ar argues Ochio should drive out the Empire. Ochio encounters counters that the Empire provides progress, but her father disagrees. The standoff ends as Imperial troops arrive on the scene and the clan disperses. While riding into the city on a hovercraft, Ochio with Ochio Lop expresses her desire to see Ochio and her father stop fighting. She says that she feels Tao is her home despite not being born here. Ochio agrees and she feels Tao is her home as well and explains that is the reason why she is willing to keep the family together by surviving alongside the Empire. The two approach a road blockade where an Imperial officer with Troopers await. Lop then discovers Ochio has kept constant contact with Imperial officers because she has been reporting on her father's plans and activities to the Empire to gain their favor. The officer continues to threaten to make life harder for the Yazaburo's clan due to their most recent attack and Ochio's failure to convince her father to stop attacking the Empire. Ochio apologizes for her father's involvement in the recent attack and resolves to stop him. Complimenting her determination, the Imperial officer invites Ochio to assist with the Empire's redevelopment initiative. Lot pleads for Ochio to not turn against their father. Ochio paints her eyes with her own blood and cuts off her hair braid to signify breaking the allegiance with her father. A distraught Lop runs home with TD4 and Elchio's severed braid. On the way back, Lop falls off a building and but lands on top of a tent. Upon returning to Yazaburo's clan mountain residence, Lop discovers that most of the clan members have deserted. Pleading with her father of her desire to save the planet and restore their family's relationship, Lop desperately asks her father's help. Yazabur then solemnly leads Lop to his ceremonial room, pausing to Lop if he seems to have favored Ochi as his daughter over the years. The Yazaburos, there Yazaburos summons uh, visions through the Force, showing Lop the clan's history through glyphs depicted, depicting a Jedi trust and bestowing upon the Yazaburos clan a lightsaber and teaching them how to wield it. He then bestows the lightsaber to Lop and says she is worthy by showing her strong familial blonde if she is not related by blood, even though she's not related by blood.
Lop is anxious at seeing her father leave the Yazibora residence, but promises that her that he is merely meeting with Ochio and that everything will be all right. After waiting in an explosion at the Empire's hold in the middle of Sicily, prompts Lop to find her father, fearing the worst. An elderly steward attempts to stop her, but he is unable to stop Lop from commandeering a land speeder. Arriving at the ship dock in the Empire's hold, Lop finds Yazaburo and his most loyal clan members fighting Imperial forces, as well as Ochio wearing an Imperial regular, wielding two crimson viper blades. Ochio gains the upper hand over her father and slashes at his face, destroying the one good eye he had left. Lop holds her father upon the ground, where he begs Ochio to combine forces with Lop to save the planet and their family. A bitter Ochio then jumps at Yazabura, attempting to end his life, but is held back by Lop, igniting the family's green-bladed lightsaber for the first time and parring with her. Angered at seeing Lop inheriting the family sword over herself, she fights a reluctant Lop. TD4 attempts to show Ochio a hologram photo they took together for the first time as a family, but is cut down by Ocho. This awakens the force within Lop, and she is able to overpower Ocho by using the force telekinesis to grab her father's weapon and slash an X across Ocho's chest with her family lightsaber. Simultaneously, Ocho is saved from falling off the dock by an Imperial starship, and she is seen glaring at Lop as the starship helps her escape. Lop then retrieves the damaged TD-4, which still is replaying the hologram of Ocho and Yas, Yasaburo and Lop, posing and saying, we are going to be a proper family. And the credits roll. So yes, we want your feedback. So you can use that email address to send us feedback. Um, you can even attach a video uh, that is less than 25 megabytes, and we will receive it and play it on our podcast. You can go to the website and click on the left-hand side, and there's a button that says Feedback that'll take you to a form to fill out. It'll ask you your Star Wars name. Any name is acceptable. And then your feedback, click Submit, and we'll receive it right away. We're also on social media on Twitter at super underscore duper underscore pod or blue sky. Just search for the Rebel Alliance briefing room. Uh, you can leave us comments as well on Spotify and YouTube where we post our videos. Uh, and that is it. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Rebel Alliance briefing room podcast. Please visit our website where you can play current and past episodes. That's https colon backslash backslash 
rabrkylejohansson.us. That's r-a-b-r dot k-a-i-l-e-j-o-h-a-n-s-e-n dot u-s. On the left-hand side is a navigation menu. You can use this to learn how to load the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room podcast on your Android or Apple phone and tablet. And we have direct links to our podcast on Apple and Google Podcasts. Please participate by connecting to our social media, answering questions of the week, or submitting feedback directly from the site. Again, all of these are available at the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room website at rabr.kailejohansen.us. This podcast in no way is approved, sponsored, or owned by Lucasfilms LTD, Disney, Disney Plus, or any of its subsidiaries. All opinions are solely owned by Kyle and or Scott, and in no way express the views or opinions of their past or present employers. Views and opinions are not supported or restricted by Lucasfilms, LTD, Disney, Disney Plus, or any of its subsidiaries. Any rebroadcast, reproduction, or any or other use of this podcast and its affiliate sites without consent of Super Duper Podcast Network and its host is prohibited. Prohibited. I am Kyle Jordan Hansen, and this is Andrew Scott Sutton. Say goodbye now. Okay, no Andrew Scott. So goodbye. Feedback. <laughs>